Hey guys, welcome to our very first episode of QDT Questions, Debates, Tea. I'm Raina Harris, and I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. I'm Troy Howell, and I'm also from the Chicago suburbs. And I'm Gina Diaz. I'm also from the suburbs of Chicago, but I'm currently living in Paris. All right, everybody. So grab some gloves to hold your mugs because the tea is hot today. Today, we're sipping on our purpose. So what we meant to do and what our mission is with this podcast is to basically have an environment where Black girls can come together and talk about all of the issues that it means of being a Black girl, but then also having a community of other Black women to discuss those issues. Right. So like, because we all kind of grew up in the suburbs, it was kind of, our experience is different from those of the majority. So we were typically, you know, either the only Black girl in that class or the only Black person in that class. And all of our struggles kind of always come back to us being the minority in almost every environment that we were in when we lived out in the suburbs. Yeah, and um, we all kind of thought we were, like, alone in our problems separately. Um, And then we all started being friends, I think, towards the beginning of this year, like, actually hanging out friends. And, like, once we started having conversations, we started to realize how many things we actually had in common. And, like... A lot of things I would tell, like, my white friends that I was struggling with, they kind of invalidate me with. And, like, the validation I got from, like, understanding that other people were struggling with the same thing was, like, pretty, like, pretty important and really, like, helped me, like, mature and grow as a person. So we started having such good conversations that we decided we wanted to document (laughs) them. (laughs) And those conversations are exactly what was missing from those other friendships yeah. and relationships. And I feel like I didn't even realize that they were missing until suddenly I was having them because they were all things that I felt like was just staying inside. But, you know, you never like really actually had the outlet to let them out until you are friends with other people who go through the same things that you do. Mm-hmm. So I really value <laughs> being friends <laughs> with you guys for that reason. <laughs> like, and being or attending a mostly white high school like there's obviously so many problems that comes with that being a person of color especially a black girl so for a long time like like we all just kind of felt that we had to um I don't know always like prove our importance to other people like especially like my teachers like having to prove that like I do belong in this AP class you know I I belong I'm important like what I say has value like I didn't you know just slip on in here by you know, knowing someone who had connections, like I got into this class because I had the grades, I had the, like, I, like I was just, I was important. I deserved to be there. So, like, having to kind of prove that to my teachers and to my classmates was just always, just so exhausting. Honestly, like, I don't know. And I always found it kind of weird that they kind of like side eye, like me or like any other like minority person in the class. But when like there was people in my class who probably actually should not have (laughs) been there (laughs) and like they literally got by like um so yeah it was just kind of like walking on eggshells like making sure that if the teacher was telling everyone in the class to be quiet you're not going to be the person they catch still talking like if she says put away the phones you're not going to be the person on your phone like you're going to make sure you follow all the rules to a t because like you couldn't be that one black girl who you know acted out in class because automatically you become (laughs) like the problem in the classroom like yeah exactly it's like you're you're under a microscope because you're first of all you stick out because of the color of your skin obviously but then you're in an environment where 
you're expected to do well and stuff like that. So you're like, obviously, I'm not going to be sticking out for another reason. Like, I'm going to prove that I'm supposed to be here. And I feel like that was kind of like mirrored with friendships before, right. like when you're friends with people who aren't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to be like the one who like didn't have her hair oh together when everybody else's hair is like straight or whatever. And you didn't want to be the person to not have lotion on like your elbows or, elbows or something like that. Because <laughs> you know you're going to get called out for it because you just look so different. But like, like I said, like once you find those people and once you realize that like hey we're all actually going through that it just becomes so much easier to to one let your guard down and then just have your actual personality come through but then to just actually have good relationships because I felt like all those other ones were so performative right you know and that's kind of how all all of us became so close like not just because we were able to relate to each other but I mean we all kind of became friends because we were like in those classes together like me and Fur were in our pre-calc class. You and I were in our honors chemistry class. So, you know, we were like the other black girl in the class. We were just like, hey, I yeah. see you. You see me. Let's talk. Let's be friends. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was just such a blessing to know that you're not the only one. And then because we all related so much to each other, we were able to kind of make each other better in those areas that were, like where we all struggled. So it was just such a such an experience. Cause, like for the first two years of high school, like I didn't have that, you know, so being able to find that. Like, you, I didn't even know what I was longing for until I found it. And then, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was just, it was just so nice, you know? And, like, like I obviously still have, like, white friends. Right, but there's just, too. like, lines you can't, like, there's things you, it gets exhausting to, like, constantly be trying to educate someone on, like, how you're feeling about something. Right. And, like, it was so nice to, like, right. not have that burden. Like, to have, like, people that just know, like, you bring something up and they're just like, oh, yeah, like, totally. Like, that was so nice to not have to validate that. <laughs> like, it was so nice to not have yeah. to, like, justify my own feelings. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. And another thing is I feel like sometimes those issues that we get to talk about, like, when it relates to politics or hair, all these kinds of things, is if you don't have those friendships, and sometimes you forget to have your voice heard in those situations because you're so used to not having people around you who can either sympathize or, you know, know what you're going through so I feel like you become more educated you know right when you have people that you can talk to about it right and one thing that I noticed like yes like we are all black obviously but we each kind of bring our own personality to the table like we're all mm-hmm. different in our own way so we all just kind of um like just mess really well together like even if you take away the fact that like, we were all able to relate we're also just like like really funny people really good people and we all just kind of blend it so nicely together so that also has a part to play like our personalities and our character like really like enhance the value and like the quality of our friendship as a whole you know the flavor yeah but yeah so that's kind of why we wanted to start this podcast because like you know what this needs to be talked about i'm sure there are so many other black girls who experience this and um like me and troy we did a um a thing where like we kind of met with some other black girls at our school um over quarantine just kind of talked about our experiences and everything like that and we realized that those girls felt the same way that we did when we were in high school so we were like you know what this is something that we definitely need to share and talk about yeah so but yeah so one thing that like what kind of inspired this podcast is not just like our conversations about our experiences but like what we see kind of going on the in like in the world right now, like obviously there's a whole lot going on with the Black Lives Matter 
movement and everything like that. So I think this couldn't have been a more perfect time to start this. I think it's very appropriate too. Yeah. But yeah. So like with the whole Black Lives Matter movement going on and everything, like how do you guys feel that Black girls, like what's like our role in the Black Lives Matter movement and how do you see um, us like being portrayed within that? I definitely think because we're going to college, like all of us are going to college um, and like becoming like adults now and this is happening at this point in time, it definitely like opens up a lot of opportunities for us to like use our education to like further like the black community and like us, like ourselves within it. And I also think like it's important. I'm glad that a lot of important things are coming out of this. Like people are talking about colorism and they're talking about like, just like the fact that black women are, overlooked just typically like by all other minorities and like by white people um so I think like our role in it really is just like to be vocal and like I think this podcast is a really good opportunity to like vocalize how we feel about it yeah and I think it's also a good point to show that anybody can kind of be a part of the movement and that anything even if it seems super domestic or if it seems like you don't have a big voice just coming together and one bringing the issues up and then actually showing ways that we can like fix them with showing examples in the media signing petitions and all that kind of stuff even just posting on social media so I feel like having having ourselves together as a friendship not only like pushes that more you know like pushes the outreach for them but then it also shows how we can still be a part of it yeah and like especially with this movement like you see a lot of young people really coming to the forefront and leading these protests leading these movements and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. especially like young black women like i see so many of these young black girls just just really like stepping up and taking that leadership role and just trying to um fight for everyone like fight for black women black men black queers like all black lives you know like seeing that all the time on my media like really inspires me to try and do more you know like not letting my age kind of be um a hindrance to that like I think it's really inspiring yeah and also like with this movement um I see a lot of I mean there was a whole like a lot of talk with the lack of um not representation but the lack of um like emphasis i guess on black women who have suffered from police brutality like oftentimes you see you know black men who are um, victims of police brutality and like there are black women you don't always hear about it as much so that kind of was like a new conversation that i think was brought into um just like acknowledging black women and their role in the matter like in the black Lives matter movement but also like their struggles that they go through and like the the stuff that they have to um endure like i feel like that wasn't talked about enough so i feel like with with this movement it really brought that to the spotlight but yeah Yeah. so how do you guys feel um with this black lives matter movement how do you think it had a toll on your friendships with people who like weren't black um i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of you can tell when people aren't posting things or aren't um you know spreading the word because they're afraid to offend people that they're like in their inner circle and then you can also tell when people just like aren't posting because they are the people who are being offended (laughs) by what's happening um so it's definitely just like I don't really know it's like I've there's been like people I've kind of thought were like kind of iffy 
and like just like the lack of like posting or caring just kind of reinforced that and I mean I wasn't really planning on talking to that many people from high school after I graduated anyways <laughs> but this really just the list re- definitely got smaller <laughs> this definitely reaffirmed a lot of the people I was planning on not talking to yeah so yeah I think it was also really clear who was being performative too like who was posting just to post right um, especially with that black oh screen, God. and especially <laughs> with <laughs> the tag ten people, or that like whatever, so that really screenshot. Was. Yeah, like it, it became like a trend and like a game and stuff like that. And I feel like anybody who partook in that kind of stuff became very performative. But at the same time, there was like a lot of people who surprised me, who like made their own posts or like put their own links in their bios and that kind of thing. So like, well, there were some people to keep an eye out. <laughs> there was definitely. <laughs> It was definitely at the same time like a lot of people who who weren't black and right. stuff and like who weren't people of color who like did what they were supposed to do and used what they had you know as a as a new form of outreach so, like I really appreciated yeah. that. Yeah I also the same like seeing some of like my non-black friends like really not just like doing like the surface the surface level things like actually like doing like using their privilege and using their platform to like not only just speak out about issues but like providing other people with um the tools to make change like sending links for petitions or sending links for GoFundMe accounts and going to protests and stuff like that. So it mm-hmm. definitely stood out to me. And then like for people who didn't do any of that, who just posted like the little black screen and then the next day they're posting pictures with their friends on the beach. Like <laughs> you, it, it really like, it didn't surprise me, but it disappointed me. So like, I know who is um, not trying to like rock the boat by not saying anything, but like not saying anything is just as bad as you know partaking in something that goes against the black side of movements like it was definitely All right. like i know who to watch out for now and who to distance myself from so it was definitely an eye-opener yeah but i'm glad that we have that clarity now you know because before all this you kind of didn't really know who was with you and who was against you but like now like it's as clear as day so yeah, that's yeah. and it's it's sad that it has to take extremes exactly. in order to weed out (laughs) the bad people and like see what your true intentions are but it's necessary right and i feel like that's what 2020 as a whole has been like with this virus pandemic this you know civil rights movement part two and with this upcoming election like (laughs) there's just there's there were so many eye-opening yeah like people who don't yeah it's like a massive cleanse (laughs) yeah literally people who don't wear masks like i just people uh, it's just like I don't know. They, I feel like there's a consistency, though. It's like, there's people who the people who don't wear masks are also the people who aren't posting. Right. And they're also the people, <laughs> they're also the people who are like, um, oh, so if I vote for Kanye, oh my, God. my vote is oh a my vote God. for Trump. It's like, come on, man. Come it was over. definitely like an, an international line <laughs> was like drawn in the sand and then you either like jumped yeah. to the <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it... Uh, that's why with this upcoming election, like, I feel like that's going to be the turning point. Like, this year as a whole has just been, it's, it's, it's really been a lot. So, like, this upcoming election can, like, either put the nail in the coffin or, like, it'll bring us into the, either, like, a really good year or a really bad year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with everything going on, like, I feel like this election is probably, like, one of the most important ones that we'll ever get to partake in. Like, we're going to be able mm-hmm. to vote this upcoming November, so seeing how people react and who people support is gonna really just you know 
be like a real eye opener for yeah. sure. And if like the same Definitely. thing that happened with like Trump and Hillary were like Hillary won the popular vote, but then you know, I think yeah. that's definitely going to call the government into question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> plenty of conflict mother. is going to arise. I think either way, but one way is less than another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, speaking about, like, our futures and being able to vote and stuff, so we're going to be going into college, too. Both, or all of us are going to be going into our freshman year, so... I think it's even even that much more important to be aware of everything that's going on now that we're, right. you know, officially young adults in in America, sadly, <laughs> of all places to be. <laughs> no, so I'm going to be attending the University of Southern California. I'm going to be attending Penn State University, and I'll be attending Howard University. So we'll all kind of get different experiences, like what college we're going to. Um, and I, I think that'll have a role to play in, like, how we see the world, I feel like. Like, being in, like, a particular environment is going to have an effect on, like, your thoughts, your perspectives, your opinions, and stuff like that. So, like, I'm excited to see, like, how that's going to kind of, like, reshape our reality, I think. Being around a new environment, mm-hmm. different people with different perspectives and stuff. And, like, the region has a really good part to play and help, you know, you interact with other people there. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited, you know, like with a lot of people, like I know there's a whole lot of people who like are staying home because of the virus and people who are going. So it's kind of sucks. So like our senior year kind of got ruined and then like going into our freshman year of college is also kind of getting jinxed and everything like that. So like, how do you how do y'all like feel about that? Like with this whole entire year? I definitely feel like. I'm kind of grateful for, like, the opportunities, like, this quarantine has given me. And, like, honestly, like, personally, like, it sucks that, like, I didn't get to go to prom and graduation and stuff. But it really had me reflect, like, why did I want to go so badly? Like, what about it was, like, so important, like, to my success? Like, the fact that I didn't go and I don't feel like anything's really changed for me. Uh, Personally, like, I think it just took away a lot of, like, the high school, like, the stigma around high school like at least I know I have not peaked <laughs> I have not peaked in high school so that's good that was pretty good for me I, I kind of liked it yeah I think it I think it really shows how how much everybody really held on to that because you're seeing people have their fake proms and not <laughs> at all and like and like it just shows how important those performative little high school things were for <laughs> the fact that you're like going that way right. to like do them so like it, it just it just makes me feel more assured that like I know what I yeah, right. like, <laughs> and like what I want like, I'm getting better than this right. this is not where I yeah. like looking at the person who I am now and the person who I was in the beginning of my freshman year are two completely different people like I, I could say that quarantine and this pandemic and you know I like this whole entire like political climate I think it's made me better as a person and like my mindset I think has matured so like I, I it is kind of hard to know like two major milestones of your life kind of got ruined but I think it's just going to be like a new reality for us you know like we don't really know what next mm-hmm. year's going to bring it could be a really really good year or a really really bad one hopefully not but I think with us going into college at this time I think there's a purpose to that. Like, I don't think it was, you know, by accident or just a coincidence. I feel like 
this generation particularly is going to like really bring a huge change to um to the world i feel like in our future yeah all right so we want to thank you guys for listening this is our first episode of this podcast and we're really really excited to share it with you guys so um i'm Raina harris i'm joy howell and i'm jenna dear and this was qdt bye bye